Hello, word nerds. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this podcast called The Dictionary. What if I talked like this the whole time in this episode? The first word is austerity. Oh, I should probably start by saying happy Merry Christmas and happy third night of Hanukkah. Uh, I'm not even going to get, I'm not going to talk about holidays. I just want to say those things because most of you are probably celebrating one or both of those. Um, But in general, this is a time of year um, when we celebrate light. That's what these are really kind of all about. Uh, the um, was it the winter solstice was just a few days ago, which we talked about briefly. Um, so it is the time of year when the light starts to get longer and longer. The days get longer and longer, and um, it's a it's a it's a new dawn. Ah, see. We talked about dawn in the last episode. Aurora was the word of the episode. Uh, so we are, it's the dawn of the next part of the year. Sure, why not? By the way, I posted a thing on Facebook. Uh, maybe I should post it on the dictionary uh, page. Um, there, how do I get into this? Anyway, there's an idea to turn the calendar into a 13-month calendar with four weeks for each month and then one leftover day and uh i think this is a great idea the problem is every single country in the world would have to be on board with it and actually change and do it all at the same time uh so the logistics are kind of insane and your birthday would change and holidays would change and anyway it would change a lot of things but i think in the long run it would actually be worth it and i think uh if i look ahead um in the future i think that this will probably happen eventually anyway. It could be hundreds of years in the future, but I think it will. So I feel like, hey, why not be the people who actually make this happen? Change history, you know, be on the right side of history. Okay, the first word is austerity. A-U-S-T-E-R-I-T-Y. Uh, it is a noun from the 14th century. One, the quality or state of being austere. Two, a an austere act or manner, no, an austere act, comma, manner, comma, or attitude. To be an ascetic practice. Number three, enforced or extreme economy. Next, we have a prefix, A-U-S-T-R, or you can add an O at the end. It is the first form of this prefix. It, it means south or southern as in Austroasiatic. And this is from the Latin auster, auster, or the prefix austra, which means south wind. Now we have the second form of this same prefix. It means Austrian and. So the example is Austro-Hungarian. So that would be Austrian and Hungarian. Now we have austral. A-U-S-T-R-A-L. It is the first form. It is an adjective from the 14th century. One, of or relating to the southern hemisphere. Number two is capitalized, and it we have the synonym Australian. Uh, I think I've mentioned in the past, I have I've had the very lucky opportunity to go visit both New Zealand and Australia a few years ago. And uh, if you get the chance, you should go do it and spend as much time there as you possibly can because uh, it is awesome. Now we have the second form of austral. It is a noun from 1985. 
the basic monetary unit of Argentina from 1985 to 1991. How weird would that have been for them to have a new unit of uh, currency in 1985 and then six years later you have to change it again? Now we have Austral again, but it is with a capital A. It is an abbreviation for Australia. Next, we have Australia Day, and it looks like we're going to have a bunch of words that start with Australia or Australian. Uh, We ran into this when we had American. There was a lot of words in in order. Uh, Okay, so we, I think we're, in this episode, we are going to end with the last of these Australian words. Let's do that. So Australia Day, It obviously I'm going to have to pick uh, one of these as the word of the day, the episode, because that's what the most of them are going to be about. Australia Day is a noun from 1911, a national holiday in Australia commemorating the landing of the British at Sydney Cove in 1788 and observed on the Monday of or next following January 26th. So the Monday of January 26th, or the next following Monday. Happy Australia Day um, in about a month from now. Uh, Let's see. Anything else to say about that? Nope, don't think so. We are going to move on to Australian. It is the first form. It is an adjective from 1814. One of relating to or characteristic of the continent or commonwealth of Australia, its inhabitants, or the languages spoken there. Number two, of relating to or being a biogeographic area that comprises Australia, the islands north of it, from Celebes, Celebes, I don't know, uh, from there eastward, Tasmania, New Zealand, and Polynesia. Uh, Now we have the second form of Australian. It is a noun from 1814. One, a native or inhabitant of the Australian Commonwealth. Number two, a group of about 200 languages spoken by the Aboriginal inhabitants of Australia. I did talk about the uh, Aboriginals a little bit in an old episode. Uh, It was probably the word Aborigine or something. And um, I think they're maybe starting to kind of slightly get the, the, the respect that they deserve, specifically in Australia. Um... But, you know, they've they've clearly gone through a lot of hardships over hundreds of years, at least a couple hundred, right? Um, and so I, I hope that you, even if you never go visit, I hope that you uh, send some respect their way because they deserve it. Um, you know, they were the ones who originally were living there. Um, and so they, they deserve to be there and they deserve not to get... Um, killed or or banished or spoken down to you know you need to respect these are your elders you need to respect them all the typical white australians that we think of they came there from england it was it was they sent their people over there and uh you know you're in their land Anyway, let's move on to Australian ballot. This is a noun from 1888, an official ballot printed at public expense on which the names of all the candidates and proposals appear and which is distributed only at the polling place and marked in secret. Ooh. Next, we have Australian cattle dog. It is a noun from 1926, any of a breed of medium-sized dogs that were developed in Australia to herd cattle 
and that have upright ears and a red or blue mottled, mottled coat. And there is a picture of an Australian cattle dog, but it is black and white, so I don't get to see its red or blue mottled coat. But it's a cute dog. Next, we have Australianism. It is a noun from 1883, a characteristic feature of Australian English. Uh, so what would that be? Uh, I know, you know, th- there's the typical phrase, put another shrimp on the barbie, but I don't even think people really say that. So would that be considered, or would an actual one be considered an Australianism? Uh, probably. Man, we can be so disrespectful of them. Uh, okay, Australian pine is next. It is a noun from 1891. Any of several Cousarian, Cousarinas, it goes over the line, so I am having trouble. Casuarinas, uh, any of several casuarinas now widely grown as ornamentals in warm regions. And the scientific name, or one of the scientific names of the casuarina, is Casuarina s equisetifolia. Next, we have Australian rules football. It is a noun from 1904. A game resembling rugby that is played between two teams of 18 players on a field, 180 to 190 yards long, that has four goalposts at each end. What? This sounds crazy. So it's similar to rugby. I guess it's similar to American football in a little bit ways. In a little bit ways. Um, They have 18 players. How many players on a football team or regular rugby team? I honestly don't even know. I think it's like, I think it's less than 18, but it's 180 to 190 yards long. An American football field is 100 yards, so it's like almost twice that, and there's four goalposts at each end. Why are there four goalposts? Oh my God, how how am I still learning about these things? Uh, If I haven't mentioned it, which I think I might have, there's the Irish game. Uh, Oh crap, I forgot the name of it again. Hurling, hurling, go watch hurling. We are going to move on to Australian Shepherd. This is a noun from 1964. Any of a breed of agile, intelligent, short-tailed working dogs developed in the U.S. for herding livestock. And last word for this episode is Australian Terrier. It is a noun from 1903. Any of a breed of small, rather short-legged, wire-haired terriers of Australian origin, usually having a tan and blue or sandy coat. And uh, that is it. I am going to have to pick Australian as the word of the episode because this was the Australian episode officially. And um, uh, what am I trying to say? Um, You Australians, you got the episode that landed on Christmas. I don't know if that means anything to you. Um, It probably would have made more sense to have this land on Boxing Day because when we went to um new zealand we actually landed in new zealand on oh this was complicated we left on christmas day we landed on december 27th so we actually lost boxing day altogether which is tomorrow the 26th um but both australia and new zealand because they're uh you know british commonwealths uh they celebrate boxing day it's a huge holiday that and christmas and so a lot of places were actually closed for like a month like restaurants were closed for a month to, to take a break off this entire time of year. Uh, anyway, 
that is the end of the episode. Thank you very much for listening. Until next time, this is Spencer reading the dictionary. Goodbye.